0: Praise God. Uh, today, some of our students from Tacoma Christian Academy prepared testimonies about their grandparents, their great grandparents, uh, during the times of the USSR. But before we're going to share those testimonies, uh, I want to ask everyone to open your Bibles to Deuteronomy chapter eight. Deuteronomy chapter eight, uh, verses one through three. All the commandments that I am commanding you today, you shall be careful to do, that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord swore to give to your forefathers. You shall remember all the way which the Lord your God has led you in the wilderness these forty years, that he might humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. He humbled you and let you be hungry and fed you with manna which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you understand that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Um, there's a couple of points in this, um, in this passage that are going to kind of combine with what we're doing today. It says in verse 2, You shall remember all the way which the Lord your God has led you in the wilderness these forty years. God commanded the Israelites to remember how he had brought in their ancestors uh, out of Egypt. And we should do the same. We shouldn't forget our parents, our grandparents, who uh, God brought out of the USSR. Uh, Another thing in verse 2, it says, he did it to test. Um, God tested our grandparents and parents in hard ways in the USSR. But uh, since all of us are here, that means God... Uh, that our parents passed the test. Um, And another thing in verse 3 says, He humbled you and let you be hungry and fed you with manna which you did not know, nor did your fathers know. Um, God allowed hardships, but he also performed miracles. Uh, I hope that these testimonies will inspire everyone here to come closer to God and to know that God protects and provides for those who serve him. Amen.
1: Today, I will be sharing with you a story about my grandmother. It was the year of 1989, and this was right before the collapse of the Soviet Union. My grandmother, Mila Sandu experienced one of the worst heartbreaks in her life. Um, In that year, her her husband died, and it was difficult for her to provide for her family and for her kids, because at that time, Moldova, which was the country where she was from, was experiencing a national crisis. In that year, Leonid, my grandpa, became sick with a bacterial infection that affected his whole body. He couldn't work, but knowing that he had to provide for his family, he continued working and did not care for his body at all. One day, he rushed to the hospital because he could not feel his body, and he was very weak and feeble. He started gasping for air because he could not breathe. At the hospital, after a few checkups, the doctor said that he would be all right, but they were wrong because after a few hours, he died in my grandmother's arms. She was really scared because she didn't know what what life had for her. She didn't know how to take care of six kids on her own. And it was very mind boggling to her that the love of her life was now gone. But she remembered to have faith in God and that he would provide for her in times of trouble and need. And she focused her life with prayer and uh, asking wisdom from God. With this story, I learned that having faith in God is one of the most important things that you can do. And he will provide for you and supply your life with all the things that you need. Amen. Amen.
2: Mikhail Gavrilovich Ganja was my great grandpa who lived to tell a story. My great grandpa was born on September 2nd in 1913 in Zaporozhye, Ukraine. He married my great grandma, Vera Ganja, who later had my grandma, Gaila Kanja, later to be known as Romanenko. Because of the persecution, church services had to be held secretly inside of houses instead of big church buildings. Communist police, also known as the KGB, would often come and break up these gatherings and basically try and arrest all the pastors. Michael was an easy target because he was a pastor. One day, um, Michael was home and he received a letter that basically told him to meet up at this weird place and a time. Even though he was suspicious, Michael still went. As it turned out, it it turned out to be a setup. The KGB surrounded him and arrested him, and he was sentenced 10 years in prison. His first five years, Michael spent in a jail in Ukraine. There he was tortured every single day and beat up. He would call his wife every day just to make sure that he's alive and okay. His last five years, he spent in a labor camp in Siberia. Every day, Michael suffered greatly but he withstood it through Jesus. 23 years after being released, Misha and his family moved to the US. He lived a very happy family in the US. Um, God kept him safe, and he showed his wonderful grace and mercy. My great grandpa lived a very fulfilling life. He walked through God and through it all, through all the persecution. He shows a great example to his great-grandchildren and his grandchildren, including me. This story inspires me because it basically tells, shows that God is very graceful and merciful, and it basically tells everyone to um, worship God and set him as our first priority. Amen.
3: Today, I would like to share with you a story about my great-grandfather. My great-grandfather's name is Lazarus Yakimenko. Lazarus was born in 1920 in Ukraine. He grew up in a non Christian family. He knew about God, but he did not personally know God. When Lazarus was a young man, he was drafted into World War II. It was during this war that he was then comp- captured by the Nazis and thrown into a prisoner of war camp. At this camp, the Nazis' goal was to starve all of the prisoners prisoners inside. Lazarus knowing this decided to cry out to God. He said, God if you're real and you get me out of here alive, I will worship you for the rest of my days. After two weeks of starvation, Lazarus started to get delusional. It was at this time that the Nazis also had a policy. If married men were in this camp, they would let their wives come and claim them and they would release them. Word had spread and eventually Lazarus' wife, Tatiana, walked for two whole days in her third trimester to go and get Lazarus. When she arrived, the guards were calling out to Lazarus, saying, Yakimenko, Yakimenko, that is your name, correct? Lazarus thought he was dreaming. When he realized that this was reality, he barely had enough strength to crawl towards the guards. To his surprise, his wife was standing there. His wife dragged him to the nearest village and begged the residents to take them in. All of them refused, except for one family. They agreed to take him in on one condition that condition being that Titiano worked in their fields all day in return for a slice of bread and a glass of milk given to them both in the morning and evening. Titiano worked in those fields for around a month and shared that meal with Lazarus until he was nursed back to health. Lazarus kept his word and devoted his life to God. He even became the local church pastor. Lazarus endured harsh persecution throughout the Soviet Union. His faith was so great that he would never denounce God. He stuck by God, and God stuck by him. Amen
4: praise God dear
5: youth and
4: you know we've heard wonderful testimonies and we will continue to hear such
5: testimonies of
4: how God worked in the lives of our parents our great grandparents and I pray and I believe
5: that maybe in 100, 200, maybe 300 years Наши дети, будут также не на этом месте, уже в каком-то другом месте свидетельствовать о нас и о нашей живой Our
4: children our grandchildren, our great 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 grandchildren will be speaking maybe not in this place but some other place and be testifying of our living faith.
5: That
4: is why we must live through with this faith and pass it on. And I believe that God will be working in our life. And oftentimes in our life we hear testimonies of that living faith. We hear testimonies testimonies about healing about repentance других вещах когда бог он ведет нас of numerous different things укрепляется внутри нас then our faith is strengthened мы and, and we understand that we are not alone today and the lord is with us в нашей жизни это не только с нами and what happens in our life doesn't just happen with us другими и как они проходят это and it happens with others and how do they go through these times бог помогал им через эти ситуации and as God helped them in their situations, that He will also come out to meet us in our need. And you know, today I'll be sharing this one from my life. This will be the first time I'll be speaking a testimony of my
5: life.
4: But first, I'd like to read Mark, chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Марк, чаптер фай, версия 3 толфа
5: написано так: Он имел жилище в гробах, и никто не мог его связать, даже цепями, потому что многократно был он скован оковами и цепами, но разрывал цепи и разбивал оковы, и никто не в силах был укротить его. Всегда, ночью и
4: днем, в горах и гробах, кричал он и бился о камне. Who had his dwelling place with the tombs, neither had anyone been able to bind him even with chains, for having been bound often with shackles and chains, he had broken the chains and smashed the shackles, and no one had been able to tame him. And he he was always day and night among the tombs or in the mountains, crying out and cutting himself with stones."
5: Мы все читали эту историю. We have all
4: read this uh, story. We know it. чувствовал подобным этому человеку? And friends, I want to ask who here has felt like this person? Я сейчас не хочу говорить о физическом теле то, что он был одержим и все остальное, но я хочу сказать немножко о духовном плане. And I don't want to speak about the physical body that he was demon possessed, but I want to speak about more about the spiritual aspect. Знаете, когда человек без Господа, он чувствует абсолютно то же самое внутри его сердца и души. And you know, when a person is without God, he feels the same, he experiences the same thing in his soul себе выхода, он бьется и днем и ночью. He doesn't find this way out. He, uh, he is just tormented day and night. Не видя выхода при он идет просто в темноту, и он там остается. And not seeing a way out, he goes into the darkness and stays there. Он причиняет вред самому себе, и никто не может ему помочь. He causes harm to himself, and no one can help him. Друзья, And dear friends, when our heart is being torn apart. Когда мы не знаем Господа, абсолютно все просто не имеет значения, не имеет никакого смысла. And when we don't know God that nothing has a purpose or meaning in our life and this person he was left alone and he lived он пытался выйти and it says that he wanted to get out he wanted to go out but it says that they
5: сравниваю себя физическом плане с этим Похоже, в жизни And you know, I
4: don't want to compare myself in terms of the physical um, aspects. не так давно либо лет назад. But I uh, felt or experienced the same the same no thing. Но моя мама,
5: может,
4: назад. And my mother she repented around того, она
5: наш папа оставил
4: нас. And after she came to Christ, our father left and us. меня And when I was young, she would lead me to Sunday me school. много, но время, когда немножко And they would tell me stories, but you know, time came and I grew and up and I left And I was no longer interested in what they were saying. And I left and I went far away from God. But within me I understood that I was doing something wrong that I was going further away from God and the Holy Spirit was convicting me. moment and at one moment in my life when it was very bad for me
5: I had
4: m- very many bad
5: addictions and after
4: one such addiction there was a moment where I could
5: have and passed away died and
4: I felt so ill or bad that I thought and, and I, I knew that I, I could pass away and that's it and I remembered what I was told when I was still young and in Sunday
5: And then I
4: prayed and I said, God, if you truly exist, Боже, пускай мне станет проще, пускай мне станет легче. God, may I feel more well, may it be easier for and me. И я больше никогда в жизни не буду это делать, то, что я делал. And I will no longer in my life do what I
5: just did. И ответ пришёл просто в секунду. Вот так вот пришёл ответ, и мне сразу же стало легко и
4: просто. Просто в секунды. At that instant in one second I felt much lighter. Я тогда понял то, что есть живой Господь, который слышит мои молитвы и отвечает мне. And I understood that there's a living God who hears my prayers and who answers them. И потом я нашего дисерта, но я не был хри I, was just I, to I, began
5: I, to
4: I began going to church service and I, was no longer, I wasn't a Christian yet, but I was but just a
5: Christian.
4: And while I was, drawn closer. I was,
5: while I was yet drawn closer, I was still far from God.
4: And some time passed, a year, half a year passed by, and I began to forget my
5: promise and to God.
4: And I returned to college where my unchristian friends were and they offered me to do the same
5: exact thing
4: and I was going like this lamb was going to it slaughter in the same way I
5: just went and as
4: I was walking there I understood that I couldn't do this I promised this to God but this sin it was overwhelming me and I did this sin and three minutes of time passed since
5: I did that.
4: And my mom is calling me on my phone and prior to this she had never called me when I was in college. And she called me and she said, Artem, where are you?
5: And I told her, Mom, you know, I'm at college.
4: What kind of a question is this?
5: We have college.
4: We have college.
5: She says,
4: gather your belongings and drive home. And I told her, mom, I have college. You know, I can't skip classes. I've never
5: done this. Она говорит,
4: больнице and she says you know I'll write this note for your teachers I'm currently in the hospital and she began to explain to me what had happened
5: she with her and uh,
4: her job was to take water samples from different institutions and to do different experiments and, and as she was walking from one building to the other a person who needed someone to watch after him he wasn't fooling his uh, He,
5: right
4: he uh, ran away from home. She found a metal crowbar. He found a metal crowbar.
5: And
4: he ran up to her and hit her she in the back of the head.
5: Сознание. She
4: lost her conscience. They took her by ambulance. They stitched up her head. And so from this hospital room she's calling me and telling me, Artem, come to me.
5: And
4: within my conscience I understood that 3 minutes ago I did something I was not supposed to and do. еду всю дорогу, я вспоминаю то обещание, которое дал Господу. And I'm driving, uh, while I'm driving there, I'm remembering Я просто еду понимаю то, что это моя вина. And God. I'm driving and I'm crying and I'm weeping because I understand no that this это
5: случилось моей мамой.
4: But uh, this it happened that it turned out когда
5: ехал, это было около полчаса.
4: And as I was driving, for сознание, then I came to the understanding, the full understanding of what Christ had done for me. Слава что с мамой все хорошо. Praise be to God that everything went well with my mother.
5: потом через буквально пару все хорошо, сейчас уже даже не только остался маленький шрам.
4: And in a few weeks she was fine, and now in she just a small scar left. остался это то что что сделал Христос за меня. But in my heart there was left forever this impression of what Christ has done for me. Ведь because understand this we have sinned. наше тело должно было быть там. And our body was supposed it to be there. Это This is our sin. вина. This is our fault. взял это на себя. But Christ took this upon himself. сказал:
5: "Я это возьму за тебя". He says,
4: "I will take this upon myself for your sake." умер
5: за тебя. I died for you. И мало того, что он умер, когда ещё
4: ты даже не знал его. And he died while you yet did not know him. ты понял то, что ты знаешь он уже умер за тебя и сделал Before you understood that there is a God, he has твоя вина, тогда просто понял, это And this was all our, fault, our fault that he suffered, and this touched my heart.
5: And you
4: know of this demon possessed man. прошел Christ with his disciples he он went through the storm he went across the ocean человека. for the sake of this one soul he healed him he made him a well и and he returned and there were so many things done for this Также one person меня, and so many things were done for my sake and but your and sake and when I Christ came and suffered for us нас, and today I want to say to each and another single
5: one of you.
4: even if you you're at church service you're trying to speak Uh, speak the word, preach, sing... На самом деле вы можете быть так же само далеко от Господа. Я не говорю это обо всех, но вы можете быть далеко от Господа. Вы можете просто играть в это. Друзья, если сегодня
5: в вашем сердце, если это
4: пустота. Если вы понимаете то, что вы делаете вред самому себе. Если вы понимаете то, что вы не можете жить двойной жизнью. То что вы
5: просто скованы этими цепями
4: и оковами. Но зато Христос, он
5: умер за тебя и friends, Christ died for you and me
4: to give us freedom. And he, decide, he wants to give it to Ведь you it and lead you Because this и man was healed and he went and он he continued He went and he preached and he, he
5: testified говорит, то, словом, And the scriptures
4: tell us that you have defeated Satan by the word
5: of the testimony. Тебе, that
4: confirmation which God has given you that you и have defeated Satan. And you can go and preach of what God has done in your life. Please listen to me. Don't waste your life. And as I'm thinking about this instance, this, uh, and praise God that everything went well because it could have been much worse. But I believe that God in this circumstance has dealt a with, with me. And that is why, dear friends, we will be
5: having prayer.
4: Let us pray so that God will be working within our
5: покаяние, давайте чисто If
4: we need repentance, let us repent and do this sincerely. скажем Боже, мы не можем жить без Тебя, And say within our hearts that God we do this you. я God, I'm tired, I'm tired of doing this.
5: Знаете, это не будет призыв это будет обычная And you know this, there won't be no more. сейчас
4: это решение, которое будет this will be a simple prayer but you can make the decision which will have a lasting impact on your life and I believe that God is powerful to do this He is powerful enough to transform our hearts to give us freedom just as He once gave it to me let us pray, Amen
6: во что обойдется спасение? во что обойдется спасение? недорого Нужно тебе, пред Богом склонясь на колени, открыть свою душу в мольбе, направить к Спасителю взоры и вслух рассказать о грехах. Ты скажешь, что это позорно, и в сердце твоем стыд и страх. Не бойся, так думает каждый, как стыдно казалось и мне. Не бойся, не стыдно, не страшно, позора в спасении нет. Не бойся, тебя не разденут. Тебя не ударят печом. Терновый венец не наденут. Под крест не подставишь печо. Не будут глумиться солдаты, Гвоздями тебя прибивать на крест. Ты не будешь распятым. Не нужно тебе умирать. Все было однажды, все в прошлом. Бог взял весь позор на себя. Распят на кресте Анец Божий. Распят за меня и тебя. И нет никакого позора, поверить в Его благодать, направить к Спасителю взоры и вслух о грехах рассказать, пред Господом встать на колени, в мольбе свою душу открыть. Иисус не торгует спасением, Он хочет тебе подарить жизнь. Аминь.
7: Today, I will be telling you the story of Anatoly Ganachuk. Anatoly Ganachuk was born October 15th in 1941 in Moldova. He was raised by his Christian parents, and he went to church with them growing up. Around the age of seven, the Communist Republic formed, and they forced. he faced many troubles. He was forced to wear the ties, but he refused. His friends had called him names and teased him for being a Christian, and—excuse <coughs> me—and um, they tried, the communist leaders had tried to persuade him that God wasn't real. Anatoly, he got good grades in school and was offered scholarships to many colleges, but he refused them, saying he wanted to work. Um, uh, he decided that at the age of 14, he wanted to get baptized by the Holy Spirit. So he did. And after getting baptized, he decided he wanted to finish school. So he went on in, to college and... After college, after graduating college, he decided he wanted to join the army. He joined the army and the leaders thought, th- um, they found out that he was Christian and they didn't like this about him. So they tried to persuade him to conform to their communistic beliefs, but he refused them. He prayed, to, he prayed for wisdom and guidance and strength. Then, the, um, then he left the army and at the age of 23, he was married. He started evangelizing and then the KGB had started. They were watching, they had found him preaching, and they didn't like this. So much like the communists, they decided to try and find reasons to imprison him. They were unsuccessful, however. They, uh, they constantly harassed him and bothered him and pestered him. They tried to follow him and ask him questions to try to get him to mess up and say something bad about God. But he prayed for wisdom and guidance and strength once again, and God provided for him, because then the 1980 Summer Summer Olympics had started, and the KGB leaders weren't as busy to bother him. They didn't have time to. Then, then Anatoly continued to evangelize and preach God's word. But what he didn't know was that the KGB leaders were still keeping close tabs on him and watching him. Anatoly had a friend, and his friend had told him, had told the communist leaders or the KGB leaders to stop trying to arrest him because he had done nothing wrong. After the KGB leaders heard this, they decided that they would stop bothering him. I I find this story quite inspiring because he just he maintained his relationship with God through all the hardships he faced. Um, Amen.
8: I'm going to be saying a story about my great-great-uncle. My great-great-uncle, Stefan Tushkin, was born on my dad's side in 1888. He was born in a small village in Ukraine. He was one of the first to receive the gospel from American missionaries, and he later became a pastor. Stefan Tushkin was a very wealthy man for this time. He owned a lot of land and was a shoemaker. If people could not repay him, they would work in his fields. In 1951, the Soviets came collectivizing, which means they would take away people's land. They took away his land and found out that he was a Christian and furthermore a pastor. His charges included propaganda against the Soviet Union, and within 24 hours, his, him, his wife, and his three children were sentenced to Siberian labor camps for 10 years. By the grace of God, Stefan and his family survived the labor camps, And three years later, he earned enough money to use a boat to sail to America, where life was much better. My great-great-uncle, Stefan Tushkin, had an amazing life as a shoemaker with lots of land. But when the Soviets came, they destroyed his life and took everything from him. But God had a plan. He knew if he would be faithful in him, he would be rewarded with a better life in America. And if my great-great-uncle never moved here, I might not be here today. Amen.
9: So I want to tell you all a story about my great-grandmother, Maria Vasirna Zinevich was born on October 2nd, 1936. She was raised in an Orthodox family, which consisted of her, her older brother Dimitri, and her parents, Fidora and Vasily. When she was only three years of age, World War II had started and her father was drafted. She and her family experienced extreme starvation, just as many other families did, and millions of people died due to the lack of food, and she was just thankful that she had survived. When she was younger, she always prayed the Lord's Prayer because of the Orthodox Church, and she loved to roam around in fields and just say it hundreds of times. Even though she didn't know God personally, she always sensed that there was a God. As she grew up, she met a man named Nikolai Zinevich, and he was raised in a Christian family, but he himself was communist. They later fell in love and got married, and luckily through his parents, she became a Christian and devoted herself to God, Um, and got baptized in the year of 1965. In time, she had three kids, um, Tonya, Luba, and Yura, and the communists um, threatened her and said that they wanted to take her kids because she wasn't apparently raising them right because she took them to church and taught them how to pray. Uh, Everybody around her prayed, and miraculously, they stayed a family. They also tried convincing her husband, Nikolai, to leave her because she was Christian, but he decided to give up his membership to the Communist Party because he said that he could not leave his family alone. As time went by, her husband was going to be sent to Cuba to go to war. Everybody prayed and fasted, and one day they got a prophecy from God. Not only was Nikolai not going to be sent to war, but their whole county, including the unbelievers would be spared from going to war. Later, she experienced more challenges, such as not being able to get a good job and having very little food. And her husband also left her to raise her kids all alone. It was also very hard to meet with other Christians because it always had to be done in secret, and all the Bibles and songbooks had to be hidden at all times. As her kids grew older, her youngest son Yuda um, had was sent to Afghanistan to fight in the Soviet-Afghan War. And um, when she found out, she made a vow to God that she would pray and fast every single day until he came back. And people around her mocked and laughed at her saying, why are you even praying? He's probably already dead, just as many of the other soldiers were. But she persevered and did not doubt God. And two years later, he miraculously came home alive. The greatest miracle of her life, however, was when she moved to America on December 1st, 1989. I remember her telling me how it was nothing that she had ever known. There was free health care, so much food that she had more than she had ever laid her eyes on, and while walking down the street, people would smile and say good morning, and there was no hate or discrimination towards her just because of her belief. She couldn't be any more thankful or grateful. Through the rest of her years, she continued to serve God and prayed and read the Bible for hours each day. She was always full of God's love and was always being a light. She later got cancer, but then recovered. And then on February 26, 2016, at age 79, she went home and met her Lord and Savior. Maria Zinevich was my great-grandmother. I will never forget how how much time and effort she put into teaching us how to read the Bible and the importance of prayer and how, how much freedom we actually have in America. She is the greatest example to me in all aspects because she was such a hard worker and she never gave up and she was, I've never seen anybody more on fire for God than she was and I hope that I can become like her someday, amen.
10: Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. Today, I would like to share a testimony about my dad, Michael Mukomol. My dad was born into a Christian family in Archimovist, Ukraine. He was born on March 31st, 1976. When my mom and dad were in Ukraine, they, my dad found out about a missionary trip that took him all throughout Russia and in the Siberia region. This missionary trip was called The Gospel to the Nations of Russia. <clears throat> when my dad found about it, uh, found out about this missionary trip, he decided to join, but he wasn't too exci- He wasn't he didn't think much of it. He always wanted to be a missionary, but he didn't think that this one was the this missionary trip was the right trip. So when my dad first went on this missionary trip, he ex- he was in the first he was, only in two, he was at the missionary trip for only two weeks out of the whole six months that the missionary trip was held for. The missionary trip had the vehicle transportation as three Jeeps and one all-terrain vehicle. Even though these vehicles had all-wheel drive and, uh, and these vehicles had uh, a lot of horsepower they still sometimes got stuck in the deep and thick snow. So, my dad was in a missionary, my dad was in a group with about 20 people, and when those people arrived to a few villages, they broke up into smaller groups of about two or three people. Those two or three people went to houses of the villages and shared the gospel and gave people Bibles. My dad learned that through this missionary trip, many people do not have the access to the gospel and that it is our job to share the gospel with them. Many people do not have access to knowing that Jesus died for our sins. So as Christians, it is our job to share the, share the news for them. Throughout this missionary trip, it helped me learn that God can change your heart even though you don't know that he would. For example, you could think that you want to live a happy, happy life in the U.S., but one day God can change your heart, and he'll want you to go to Russia for a missionary trip or become a missionary somewhere else. So we should all have a mindset that God will make us go to a missionary trip, and we should not be stuck on one thing. Amen. Слава Богу. Такие замечательные
11: свидетельства. Дорогие друзья, мы сегодня почему говорим свидетельства?
12: Наверное, вам нравится спорт, вы все молоды. What wonderful testimonies. Why are we speaking about testimonies? Um, we are all young here, we like sports. И знаете различные виды спорта. You know, there are different types of sports.
11: Один из видов спорта есть uh, there is this
12: type of sport when runners run and in a single run there are about four people participating.
11: Uh, uh, the
12: first person is running and he's running with a, a, a stick that is about that size. Then he runs up to the second person
11: and he
12: tries to give this stick to this other person. And this person is ready to move on further because they want to win this race and because this race is timed. And, and that is why it's important for the first person to let go of the stick at the right time and for the second person to grab it at the right time. And in the same way you have to give this stick over uh, to the next person Итак, четверо человек, и кто-то приходит из какой-то команды первый. And so four people do this and one team uh, gets the first place. И некоторые команды думали так: нам нужно выбрать самых быстрых бегунов. And uh, some teams thought like this. They said to win we need to find the fastest runners. не все же бегут самые быстро. But not everyone runs quickly. And they uh, understood that the fastest person that's going to run in this team is going to stand at the end. And even if the first person and
11: is lagging, they, uh, that
12: last person will catch up and will eventually get the first prize. And so in these Olympic Games, we had these fastest runners они проиграли. And they lost. И после этого начали анализировать, почему. And after they lost using this system, they started to analyze what went wrong.
11: И самая большая проблема была это потеря эстафетной And the
12: biggest problem was the loss of this stick.
11: Или человек, который её держал очень
12: сильно, there was a problem with this marathon stick that the person who was giving it was holding it too
11: strongly.
12: And the first person had to yank it out or the stick would just drop and uh, the team would just be disqualified
11: сегодня мы говорим об этом именно поэтому and that is why
12: we are speaking about this today об духовной эстафетной палочке. about this spiritual marathon stick
11: мы говорим о вас молодых
12: самых сегодня способных знающих пару языков we are speaking about you who are very able very talented know a couple of languages
11: сегодня вы слышали много
12: свидетельств о ваших today you heard a couple of testimonies about your grandfathers, about your fathers and they did everything so that this marathon
11: stick would get to you and
12: they gave it to you very gently very correctly and properly and at the same time in a very firm manner But but in order for you to hold it and to give it on further, this is their biggest dream. Uh, But more than their dream, this is the dream of our Savior Jesus Christ.
11: И она не потерялась. For
12: 2000 years this marathon stick had been passed over and it has not been lost Слава
11: нашему Господу. Praise be to our God. Слава Богу, что он сегодня вам передаёт эту палочку. Praise
12: God that he is the one who gives us this stick today. Каждый,
11: кто свидетельствовал сегодня, он, наверное, каждому из вас показал, он держит в руках эту эстафетную палочку.
12: And probably everyone who spoke this testimony was shown by him that you hold it gently. Uh, hold on to this stick very gently but
11: and strongly so and uh,
12: remember that you have a great responsibility that this stick not fall from your hands Amen, Amen. Amen. Amen.
11: Colossians Colossians chapter 2 verse 13 through
12: 15
11: и вас которые были мертвы во грехах и в необрезании плоти вашей оживил вместе с Ним, то есть Иисусом Христом, простив нам все грехи плоти вашей. Итак, все грехи. Сделали первую себе заметочку. Он простил все грехи. Дальше. «Истребил учением бывшее о нас рукописание, которое было против нас, и Он взял его из среды и пригвоздил ко Христу, отняв силы» у начальств и властей властно подверг их позору восторжествовал над ними собой
12: when you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your flesh God made you alive together with Christ, having forgiven us all our sins, having canceled out the certificate of debt consisting of legal demands against us and which were hostile to us. And this certificate he has set aside and completely removed by nailing it to the cross when he has disarmed the rulers and authorities. He made a public example of them... uh, having triumphed over them through the cross. Uh, these are very powerful words in the Bible about Jesus Christ.
11: He says he
12: uh, d- uh, destroyed the letter that was written against us пригвозив его как христос. And he removed it by nailing it to the cross.
11: Кроме того, что Иисус был распят на кресте, он что-то распил so, на кресте. Not
12: only was Jesus crucified on the cross, but he crucified something on the cross as well.
11: Вы знаете, столько людей в этом мире сегодня
12: не знают, что их грехи You know, many people in the world today don't know that their sins are nailed to that cross. And many can't uh, believe that God will forgive them if they repent вспоминаю один случай когда
11: один молодой человек перестал ходить собрание I remember this time when this young man stopped uh,
12: coming to church это свидетельство я услышал в церкви соседней когда проповедовал this was a testimony I heard in a neighboring church when I was preaching there и господь продолжал стучать
11: в его сердце когда он был дома но он сказал я согрешил я в церковь не пойду бог меня
12: простить не может and God continued to knock on this person's heart but this person would say I sinned I fell away from God God can no longer forgive me
11: and you
12: know God does uh, sometimes do some supernatural things for some people
11: and he opens up
12: to the one person in a supernatural way that he would go and tell this person that God can forgive him and so he comes he knocks on the door
11: and говорит ему: Я пришел тебе сказать
12: tell you something in Подожди, стоп. place. нет, я хочу тебе сказать от Бога, именно для тебя Бог мне открыл, что я тебе должен сказать. он говорит: Закрой
11: двери и уходи отсюда. Бог мне ничего больше не может сказать. Он
12: говорит: Закрой двери и уходи отсюда. не очень хотел идти к тебе to come to you. But God told me very specifically to
11: come to you. And
12: so this man says, you know, the only way I'll believe that God actually spoke to you is if you go home, you pray for 2 weeks and God opens to you the sin that I did. Then come in 2 weeks and tell me and he closes
11: the door and
12: so this person came home and he started to pray and for two weeks he prayed to God to reveal to him what sin this man sinned with
11: and
12: so when he had to go to this person he had to drive the train so he prayed before going and when he came he knocked on the door that man opened the door he wanted to greet
11: him he says
12: don't tell me anything tell me do you know my
11: sin and he had to
12: put his foot in the door in order for this man not to close the door he on говорит,
11: him. And he grace. says,
12: No, God did not open uh, what your
11: you door. You. He
12: says, This is what I wanted to tell you. But God told me something uh, for you specifically that He forgot your sin. And this person began to cry. And he came back to church because God not only forgives he forgets what a wonderful Savior Lord we have and maybe in your life there are also these thoughts that God cannot forgive
11: and
12: as everyone was already sharing testimonies about themselves or their loved ones,
11: Я разговаривал, ну, скажем, с проповедниками мирового класса,
12: которые
11: проповедуют тысячам людей и люди
12: людикаются.
11: Один из них мне сказал: "Знаешь, прямо во время проповеди
12: вдруг пришла мысль о поем дальнем дальнем грехе". А я проповедую прямо во. And he says, but I'm preaching. Right. But he says, and this satanic attack is so strong in the middle of the sermon.
11: Но Бог-то забыл этот грех. But inside of him, he
12: said, but God had forgotten А то, что
11: Сатана его помнит, меня не касается. But
12: the fact that Satan still remembers it doesn't bother me.
11: Знаете, я сделал вывод для себя тоже.
12: And you know, I made this conclusion for myself. Если
11: Сатана my вам напоминает о вашем грехе,
12: if Satan is reminding you
11: of, напомните your sin, ему его будущее.
12: Uh, remind him of his future.
11: Зачем ваши грехи прошлое, а его будущее? Because your sins are
12: in the past, but his future is uh, is different.
11: Один из моих любимых стихов, когда я почувствовал О том, что, ну как же Бог может забывать и прощать?
12: One of my favorite verses, when I've experienced how God God can forget, and давление, this Это было настолько сильное давление, что у меня начало так болеть сердце, мне пришлось пойти лечь. And I had to go and lay down. Я только поднимаю голову. And I only lift up my head. так болит, я не могу встать. My heart hurts so bad, I can't. Моя
11: жена и моя дочь, My daughter, my wife, сидят за столом.
12: Uh, they are sitting uh, at the table and for three times I can't get up. I, and I'm thinking, okay, God forgives, but how it does it work. That God because I teach everyone that He is all knowing. And Satan sometimes tries to catch you on some certain place. Моя жена
11: купила такие маленькие открыточки. И читаю там на английском было King James, что я, я сам изглаживаю преступления твои ради себя самого и грехов твоих не помяну.
12: And in this place it says that I personally blot out your sin and will never remember your 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 transgression. Меня удивило, что в начале два раза Бог говорит своё имя. Я yeah, and what surprised me is that God said in the beginning his name twice. He said me, I myself.
11: Я с этого дивана and I jump up from I the sofa. I grab my Russian Tочно translation точно так, слово в слово
12: and word for word I read the same thing and on the next page Isaiah 44, 22 и беззакония твои
11: как туман и грехи твои как облако «Обратись ко мне!» искупил тебя.
12: I have wiped out your transgressions like a thick cloud, and your sins like a heavy mist. Return to me, for I have redeemed you.
11: Сегодня любимый
12: And this is my favorite and verse. когда с
11: кем-то разговариваю, кто-то не может поверить в то, Господь простит его.
12: And when I speak with someone, and someone can't understand or believe that he is forgiven, I say, Do you know what fog or mist?
11: is? утром он говорит такой вот появляется. на работу собираюсь.
12: And this person tells me, Yeah, I know what
11: немножко мокрая, трава
12: the grass is wet. The car is wet. There's
11: this mist. I say
12: in two hours, can you find anything of this
11: fog?
12: Try very hard to make sure. Do you pay you? Он говорит: "Но его
11: же нигде нету. где он? Где он теперь есть? Нету его. Дорогие друзья, наш Господь, Он творец
12: всего. Если Он
11: умеет туманы
12: убирать, если Он умеет
11: убирать все, что нужно, Он уберет и наши
12: грехи. Итак. В Послании к
11: Колоссянам читаем, что Иисус пригвоздил ко Кресту рукописание – and so
12: in Colossians we read that Jesus Christ by his death he nailed to the cross the letter that was written against us and so the letter that is written against us are our sins some have a little list of
11: sins
12: others have a longer list of sins but what is written is that everyone has sinned
11: and have
12: fallen short of the glory of God.
11: And
12: so sin is a very deep weight for every single person.
11: A person who lives under this weight чаще всего uh,
12: oftentimes, cannot come to God by himself or herself. Sometimes you have to bring this person.
11: Remember,
12: Peter had a brother on
11: journey.
12: He repented first.
11: And it says
12: that he went and he brought his brother Peter to Jesus. And it was not easy to bring Peter to Jesus because Peter was a strong character. And I think he he put on a lot of effort.
11: And the Lord used Peter
12: in all his life
11: but Andre
12: he started this movement of Andrey. When we began our evangelism, so we, usually, we usually try to find these Andrey's. These people couldn't preach. They say, I can't sing. But we asked, can you bring something? I'll try to bring someone. And you know, when these people
11: were Потом того, кто его привел, тоже привели к покаянию. Uh, these, Чудесный наш Господь. These
12: people would come, they would uh, repent, and then they would bring more people, and more people would repent. кого-нибудь ко uh, Please bring someone to Christ. Итак что же такое муки совести so и почему они мучают нас пока грех не прощен пока мы не пришли к Христу в нашем сердце In есть совесть это сам Господь это Дух himself. Святой который постоянно Spirit, говорит тебе тебе нужно прийти к Господу to to и сколько бы вы не пытались заглушить how, however long you try to suppress that you can scream very loud you cannot want to come but gently he will repeat
11: я, машине, женой,
12: when I drive in the car with my wife GPS работает,
11: and the GPS is
12: on but I want to drive with, uh, some streets туда, and so I turn to uh, the different street, смотрю, the street it's selling
11: девушка, me Так аккуратно и нежно мне наз... говорит: "Теперь направо поверни".
12: Я поворачиваю налево. Sends... Она мне
11: снова находит путь.
12: Says, so gently, и не поменялась
11: right. совершенно её интонация, не рассердилась. Right. Я говорю: "Господи, я очень хочу похож быть на этот GPS, and который не нервничает she
12: never gets и который angry.
11: приводит точно к цели".
12: Так вот мне сверну.
11: Слава Господу. Человек создал GPS. Но Господь наш самый лучший. И вот Писания – это наши грехи,
12: пром Иисуса
11: прибиты на кресте. Каждый ваш грех до того, как вы даже не думали родиться ещё
12: 2000 лет назад. Мы сейчас
11: будем молиться, чтобы Господь we are going to be
12: praying that God give you faith that your sins are forgiven. Uh, your sins in the past are the present. And maybe you can't overcome something.
11: And
12: your future
11: sins all of
12: them are nailed there 2,000 years
11: ago. Let's stand and
12: let's thank our God for His love for his, love, for his knowledge.